a lot of times we look outside of ourselves for the answers. We look outside of ourselves for that certainty, for that hope or for that happiness. And so coming back into yourself, how can you integrate that into yourself and integrate that into your soul? I am so stoked to have our guest for today. We have the lovely Elizabeth Shelton, international Akashic Records reader, spiritual teacher, and the host of Reconnection Podcast. She's here to bless us with her wisdom and information all about the Akashic Records and our connection with higher dimensions. So welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me on here. I love the esoteric teachings and for most of my listeners probably have never heard of the Akashic Records. But before we dive into that, to start us off, can you just give us a quick recap of how your spiritual journey unfolded into leading you to the work that you do today? Yes. So when I was about 18, I went off to college and I ended up having probably one of the worst rock bottoms somebody could have and ended up having depression, anxiety. I stopped eating. It was just a really bad, dark night of the soul type of deal that happened. And from that, I started to look in, how can I holistically heal myself? How can I get out of this rock bottom? How can I begin to feel better and not feel anxious and not feel like there's no hope? And so I started going out to nature. I started reading spiritual books and I started really diving into self-help. And then fast forward, gosh, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been like five years since then. And I really have been healing myself and I work with the records now and I teach other people how they can really connect with themselves and heal themselves. And so they can show up in the way that is most aligned for them. Cause a lot of times we operate from a place that isn't in that place of alignment. And sometimes we need that push and the shove like I had when I was rock bottomed at 17, 18 years old. And so I understand that sometimes it can be difficult for people when they hear first about this stuff, but it's like opening up into a whole new world of different possibilities for you. Yeah. I mean, everyone who's gone through the dark night of the soul, I feel have found this path into the more the teaching role and finding their own avenue in the spiritual realm of what works for them in terms of healing. And I was reading into your work and felt so inspired by the core beliefs that you carry that I would love for you to share with, with our listeners. So a few of my core beliefs is that our our purpose isn't this fixed thing. And sometimes when we hear about purpose, we hear, oh, I need to find my perfect job. I need to find my perfect career. But rather what I've been shown and what I truly believe into my core is that our purpose is fluid. It's not this one singular thing, but it's rather made up of our experiences. It is how we show up in our life. It is our gifts. And it's this whole beautiful blend of everything we get to experience in this lifetime. And it's not my career is I'm an Akashic Records reader. That's it. That's the whole story. Because that's really limiting when we think about purpose in that terms. And that's kind of how it can be perceived or it can be shown by a lot of other teachers out there, or especially when you get into the books about it and you're like, why haven't I found it? And it can be very 
what's the word? It can be very kind of putting you in this lax state rather than an empowered state. And so another belief that I have is that we are all deserving of respect and we all have gifts and we all have this beautiful ability to shine our light to other people. And it's important that when we are able to do that, even if it's just in our community, even if it's just in our family, even if it's just in our friend group or your dog or your cat or whatever pet you have, that you're able to spread that light. And when you feel that deservingness, when you feel that happiness all by your own and not without other things giving that to you, so much magic can happen. Mm, And I love what you said about purpose because I find that, you know, when people are looking for purpose, they think of, oh, what's the right career for me, like you said, but really it's, it's the triumphs that you, you've overcome plus the gifts and talents that you were given. And that's equal, you know, your purpose and it's in the being rather than the doing. And so I love that you mentioned that. Uh, So for beginners, what the heck are the Akashic Records? Because I remember first learning about it and it was absolutely mind-blowing. I wanted to dig deeper into it and the amount of breakthroughs and deeper spiritual healing I've experienced was just incredible. So can you just give us a digestible description of what it is? Yeah. So I like to explain that it is like a dictionary for your soul. It tells you everything that you could ever possibly want to know about who you are, what you came to be, what you came to learn in this lifetime. And it really tells you what you need to know right now, not what your mind wants to know, not what your ego wants to know, um, but it tells you what you need to know. And that's really important because it tells you how you can come back into alignment with yourself. And so there's a concept that goes with it, with the Akashic records that they've shown me, which is that we all have this energetic line or this energetic rod that runs through us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. And it really symbolizes the bottom of it, symbolizes our connection to the earth, that grounding, that that stability, our inner power, that deep inner knowing. And the top of the line really is our connection to source, God, universe, whatever term you like to call it. And it's where we get that downloads. It's where we are able to see possibility. And so we're in balance with this. And when we're in the space of neutrality is when we're in alignment, when we have that intuition really lit up. And so when we're able to take some of these concepts and boil them down, they're really about connecting you back with yourself, reconnecting you back with your heart, reconnecting you back with really your soul. Mm, And when I first heard of the concept of the line, I was thinking, okay, is it in relation to like your chakra system? Like, does it affect at all when you're accessing the Akashic records? If you have any like blockages or imbalances in your chakra system, does that mean that you're not getting messages anymore? So... So it depends in readings. Everyone, every person is very unique and every person's kind of genetic makeup and energetic makeup is very unique to that. And so sometimes chakras will be highlighted. Sometimes parts in the bodies will be highlighted if there's stuck energy there. Meaning if you have a limiting belief, if it can be stored in your body energetically. And so sometimes it will give information on how you can clear that. But it is kind of similar to the chakra system, but but not totally. It takes little pieces from it. And so they're both kind of their individual unique systems, if you will. And why would we want to access this in terms of what are the benefits of opening our Akashic records? Yeah. So 
just for me personally, it's allowed me to harness this trust, trust in myself, trust in my gifts, trust in my connection that there's more out there. And I know for many of my clients, it's been able to provide healing and provide clarity and also be able to take actionable steps to begin to make those shifts in the real time, in the real world. And it also just gives you that guidance so that you're able to move forward in a way that works for you versus in a way that works for someone else. Because there's a lot of things online that are telling you, you got to do this, you have to do that, you should do this. And all these shoulds, have tos, but rather it gets you back into that soul level of what it is that your soul wants you to do, not what other people want you to do. So it's really a beautiful way to connect deeper with that and really be able to move forward in a way that's aligned with you and be able to heal and learn about past things. Maybe if it was in something in your ancestral line or something, even in your childhood or a combination of all the above that you're able to identify, you're able to recognize and you're able to move forward from it. Yeah, I remember the very first time I opened the Akashic Records, I was, you know, looking up some stuff online and following these people talking about it. And so I had these expectations right, right before I even opened it. And so when I was opening it, I was like, okay, am I supposed to feel something? Am I supposed to hear something? And I had all these expectations that ended up actually blocking me from receiving messages. And so I think it's really important that you said that, you know, take every information that you consume with a grain of salt, because it really depends on you and how you process that information. And it's not the same as someone who's going to be able to hear messages versus someone who's automatically writing it or journaling it, or there's so many different ways. And we'll get to that later, but are the information in the Akashic Records, are they predetermined or is that something that we can change over time? So this kind of gets into a philosophical question about determinism and free will. And so I don't know your own personal beliefs on that, but just based on my experience in this lifetime is that we do come here to experience certain things. We might go through certain patterns. We may come into certain ancestral lines or family lines so that we're able to have that soul experience. For what reason? I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but we come to have that experience. But then we also have that free will that comes in. We have that choice, that choice to heal, that choice to change, that choice to move forward. And so those are interplayed together. And so the Akashic Records meets you where you are at. And it doesn't expect anything of you. It just, again, meets you where you are at and it gives you that information that you need. And so a lot of people who are listening to this podcast or who follow a spiritual journey or path, a lot of times they will have those experiences set up in place, but it's that choice to change, that choice to heal, that choice to do something different is really what starts the domino effect. And you're essentially like a channel of information working with clients, right? And so I I remember beginning of my journey with the Akashic Records, it was pretty scary for me because I thought maybe like I was going to get possessed or something if I'm calling in like <laughs> spirits from higher dimensions, because, because it's not like the Akashic Records is not a physical library that you can just go into. You really have to tap into your spiritual energetic body and, and tap into those higher dimensions. And so how did you get over like the fear in the beginning of even just opening it or really trusting yourself to, to go deeper? 
that's funny because your story with opening the records, how you blocked yourself, that was similar to me. I was mm-hmm. open. I had like a library book and this piece of paper fell out and all of a sudden it had the pathway prayer in it. So I decided to look it up and I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. And I was blocking myself. I had so many expectations on what it was going to look like. Was there going to, was I going to see a bunch of things? Was there going to be this big library? What is going to happen? And so I blocked myself from it. And over time, I began to build up this trust and get familiar with the energy. And the more I trusted myself, the more I trusted my intuition and more how I understood how I understand energy and how it shows up for me and how it differentiates between people I work with or people I read with and learn that process, it began, it began to change. It began to open up. And a lot of it is stop placing those expectations on things, whether that be opening records or whether that be in your regular lifetime. When we place those expectations on something versus standards, we can really kind of block and also put up this barrier to resistance to allowing in new solutions, allowing in new ideas, allowing in new information into our lives. Right. And I feel like highlighting the fact that, you know, it's important to do the inner work that, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't just open the records and, you know, find that all this information that you want to find be handed to you. And I think that's why too, you know, trusting yourself, clearing your line of the fears is so important. And I feel like we all need to go through that because we all have something to heal from. And this is just like a really great avenue to, to learn about yourself, like you said, and you can access past life information, which is crazy Mm -hmm. to the normal person. And before we didn't have all of these resources where we can turn to and actually heal from. And so I love everything that you're doing. It's absolutely amazing. And I just wanted to know what are some ways that we can receive these messages? Because I know there's a couple and if you could just like list them that way, the listeners can find out how they may be able to access those messages if they're unsure of what to do when they do open it. So the first thing I always recommend to people is connecting to your body because our bodies are truly like a cosmic antenna. And whether it is your senses, whether it is simply the hair on your body, it doesn't matter. You're literally a cosmic body that is attuned to all the energies around you. And obviously those those things can be different for each person and somebody might be more sensitive to one thing and the other person might be sensitive to another thing, but that's just learning how you operate, learning how you tune in and asking yourself, even if it's just doing a simple exercise of what do I want to eat? What do I want to eat today? What sounds good to me? And just kind of going through that list or having something available and just saying, does this, how does this react to my body and learning your body's processes? Because my body's processes is probably way different than yours. And it might be way different than somebody else's. And we might respond to things or interact with things very differently. So just kind of recognizing how your body feels to those things, because that's really a baseline and it starts that trust. It starts that beginning process to understand and begin to open up to energies because once you begin to trust which is like the foundation of your intuition and which allows you to open up to new ideas and things then you're able to move forward with oh I'm starting to hear information oh I'm starting to see things when I'm in the records and it begins to just develop further and further from there 
Yeah. And I think starting off too, I remember when I first started with it, it's like, am I going to hear voices? Like, am I <laughs> like, like you said, those expectations, but really the downloads and the messages that you get are so subtle. So it's like, you have to really tap into the stillness and the quiet and re really be present to be able to respond and hear or, or feel. So is this something that we can do ourselves? Can we train ourselves to read the Akashic Records like you, or do you recommend getting professional help to get the proper guidance to do so? Everyone can read the Akashic Records. It isn't this special thing where only a tiny group of people can do it. Everybody has access to it because, again, we have that line. We have that information. Our intuition is consistently talking to us. It's always there and it's always present. And so the Akashic Records is just a more buffed up <laughs> version of that. And so anybody can go into it. But I do recommend if you're really in the beginning, you might have that ego, you might have certain expectations, you might have things you really want to hear. And so you pretend it's channeled or you tell yourself, oh, this is true. This is what's happening versus allowing the information, not what your soul, not what you want to hear, but what your soul needs to hear go happen. So if you're in that beginning stage, I recommend potentially either taking a course or really practicing with it on other people to kind of get familiar with that energy or seeing a reader to kind of go deeper into that. I want to know too, your process and your progress with it as well. Did it take you a long time to get to in that confident state of opening up the records and actually being consistent with it and being able to deliver during your, your sessions with your clients? Yeah. So when I first started reading the records, I don't, I don't know the t exact time frame, but I started reading for like friends. I started posting like in these Facebook groups that I was in at the time, like, Hey, I'm practicing reading. Can I do it? And at the time I was doing writing because that was the way like automatic writing, because that was the way that I was able to ignore my brain. And then over time, I just started doing voice recordings and speaking that way. And so it naturally progresses. And sometimes people just do automatic channeling. It depends on the reader you go to. But yeah, it progressed from then. And then once I really started to block out all the other noises and stop comparing myself and really tuned into my heart, tuned into my intuition, then everything kind of exploded. And then even when I was outside of the records, I'd start like getting downloads. I would start like having just more of an interactive experience with higher dimensions and things like that. I know that sounds quite woo-woo for some people, but it was just a tapping into myself and tapping into my intuition, which allowed me to really dive deeper into the records and dive deeper into that trust of myself and of the universe. Yeah, it it can sound very mystical for some people, mm -hmm. but this is all so real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's it's wild because it's not the only way you can like reach higher dimensions and totally. people just think that they can just, you know, work the nine to five job and like work the 3D life and they have no idea that there's another world out there waiting for them to tap into. And so within your Akashic record readings, like what does a sample session look like? Like how, how does this work? Yes. So usually a person will reach out to me on my website saying that they want a reading and then I ask them for their name, their questions. And then due to my busy schedule, I usually just sit down and then I open the records and 
channel the information on behalf of them and do any follow-up questions that come up and share any of more information that they need. And then I just send it off to them. And then other people, they do automatic writing. Some people do, they do live one-on-one sessions. And so it's really just finding the person that fits your needs. Cause I'm not going to be for everyone just as someone else isn't going to be for everyone. And it's really tuning into how somebody makes you feel on an energetic level, because not everyone's going to be that match. Mm, and what do you get as like a prominent question that comes up frequently or often? that people ask you when it comes to readings? Uh, <laughs> the biggest question that comes up, which makes me laugh because it's what is my purpose? And as I've shared earlier in this episode, I don't really believe in purpose. I believe that we have multiple gifts and experiences to go through during this lifetime. And it's not just a singular thing, but it again, everyone's different. And sometimes other answers will come through on where they can be led in certain areas of their life. And so... It's interesting. (laughs) Do you ever get like questions about relationships at all or like soul contracts or anything like that? Yes. I get questions about pretty much anything. So money, relationships, business, friendships, (laughs) career, all that. Oh my God. And it's so crazy that, you know, we have all the answers within us. And yet there's so many times where we look outside of us thinking that we are going to get those answers um, when really you, you are your own guru. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are some ways that you can say that we can use to help strengthen our relationship with our line and our intuition? So the records have shared with me that our heart is this portal. And it connects us with our past lives. It connects us with our higher selves. It connects us with our desires. It connects us with our intuition. This is where seed of our intuition is. And it also connects us with different pathways, timelines, potential, just any potential thing. It is all centered here in the heart center and all in that hub. And so really just connecting with that center, asking yourself every day, placing your hands on your heart, if that's available for you and saying, what do I need to know at this moment? What do I need to know? And just checking in that simple act of checking in with yourself and feeling into your body, feeling into yourself. And again, working through your body, beginning to be attuned to how you show up, how you are meant to energetically show up and how and doing what feels right that way and just tuning into those areas. So like the heart and turning into your body, you got a beautiful combo right there. (laughs) Mm, And I was always confused too in the beginning, like is your intuition essentially the same thing as accessing the Akashic records? Like do they correlate or are they in relationship with each other or are they completely two different things? So I think they build off of each other for sure because our intuition, you know, we, it's tuning into ourselves. What do we need to know in every single moment? And so I feel like the Akashic Records builds off that. It's a more beefed up version of that. And it takes not only your higher self talking to you, but also takes your guides and any other beings of the light to share that information with you. Especially if you're not listening, they will let you know. (laughs) And I'm sure working with clients, um, it's easy to take on energy if you you don't know how to clear it. So Clearing energy for you must be so important and for your clients as it should be for everybody. So can you just list us some of your favorite ways of doing so so we can use it in our everyday lives as well? 
Yeah. So for me personally, I like to do some grounding exercises afterwards. Sometimes I will take a shower. Other times I'll do breath work. Other times I'll do kundalini. It's all very unique to that. And then sometimes for clients, when they're clearing out energy, if they have something that's specifically showing up, so say if they have a block, it might be in their intestine or it might be showing up in their heart. Sometimes they'll give specific practices for that. So like adding in a color or going for a walk or doing the specific exercise, connecting with this past loved one, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all very unique to each person and each individual, but finding those practices that work well for you, because that's the most important thing because we're all so unique. Mm, And is this like, is opening the Akashic record something that you do every day? Is it a part of your morning routine or only if you need extra guidance on certain, certain situations or experiences? So I usually only open them when I feel called to. And when I was in the beginning, I used to open them every day just so I was getting used to that energy. I was getting used to that frequency. I was understanding how things were showing up and how things were showing up for other people and for how they're showing up for myself. But now I really only go into them when I feel called to and when I feel there is some information that I need to understand or I need to hear or I need to share. Mm, And I want to know too, um, what has been your craziest experience or most profound uh, experience with it when you've opened it for yourself? Like, do you have any stories that you can share with us? (laughs) Yeah. So I think the most profound one was I, I was like in a bath at one point. And so I decided to open them for some reason. And this woman called Gia, Mother Gia, I don't know she called herself the mother. She came through and I have a whole podcast episode about about her messages that came through. I can't remember the title of it, but yeah, it was very, it was a very interesting experience because I was not expecting it at all when I opened the records, but she shared messages for the collective and connecting back to ourselves and connecting back to the earth. And it's really beautiful because you never know what you're going to experience or what you're going to walk into when you open them up or when you really dive in because each experience is very, very unique. Uh, And you said too, that you did that in a bath. Do you find that there's like a difference when you do it in a room or in the water? Is there any difference at all uh, in the environments that you do it in? For me personally, I don't think so. I do notice if there is a difference, if there's a lot of people I'm around, sometimes I'll pick up on their energy and it can kind of offset my own, but that's just might be a personal thing. <laughs> and I remember the very first couple times like I opened it, um, I was because I did a lot of Kundalini yoga last summer, which is when I really discovered the Akashic records. And what I noticed is I didn't hear any voice, but I had like shamanic drums playing in the background just to get me in the mood. And then I started having these involuntary bodily movements where I actually felt like, you know, my chakras are like being cleansed, but that was after I, I had said the Akashic records prayer. As soon as I finished with the prayer, my head just like started spinning. Like, like it looked like I was stretching and then my whole body just started moving. And then I ended up crying so much because I I guess it was like a moment of purging. Like, has that ever happened to you where you, you had these like involuntary bodily movements or is that just me? (laughs) (laughs) I personally haven't, but that sounds like an amazing experience. I know like outside of the records, I do moving meditations because sitting down 
no, thank you. <laughs> but moving meditation, sometimes I'll see things and sometimes I'll have downloads that way too. And uh, yeah, that's, that's a crazy experience. Yeah, I know. Cause I remember when I was doing the Kundalini yoga stuff, I got really into it and I'm like, okay, like let me try and clear up my chakras. And then I integrated the Akashic records with it too. So I don't know if that was like from the Kundalini yoga or <laughs> if that was from the Akashic records. But ever since I started doing it more often, I, I noticed that's how, that's how like my body would respond to it. I just started moving in a way where I'm not controlling anything. And I feel like that's, that's a message from, from, you know, the higher spiritual realms that, you know, you need to release stagnant energy out maybe. And so I kind of just took that as my own experience. And uh, I think this is just like a good reminder too, that everyone's going to have a different reaction when they do open the records. Um, And I have so many questions, but don't want to keep this too long. So I just want to thank you again for taking the time to be with us today and for sharing your work. And if anyone is interested in learning more at all, I obviously highly recommend checking Elizabeth's page and website where she has her offerings and free resources to help you on your spiritual journey. I will list them all in the show notes as well. Elizabeth, do you have any last words for people who are trying to get into the Akashic Records reading and also list where we can find more of your work and your content. Yeah. So the last thing I want to say is trust yourself. You are way more powerful than you could even possibly imagine. And a lot of times we look outside of ourselves for the answers. We look outside of ourselves for that certainty, for that hope or for that happiness. And so coming back into yourself, how can you integrate that into yourself and integrate that into your soul? And then you can find me on my website at www. I think I said three W's, but www.iamelizabethshelton.com. And then I at I am Elizabeth Shelton on Instagram. Amazing. And for your podcast too, I know you have a podcast on this. Oh, yeah. What are some of the topics? <laughs> what are some of the topics that you talk about? That, that way, if we want to check more of your stuff out, we can get more of your content in that sense. So <laughs> I share... <laughs> channeled messages. I also share uh, each month I do an Akashic Records reading for the collective. And then sometimes I have guests on, not not recently, but yeah, I do a lot of channeled messages for the collective and for the group and anything that I'm working through. A lot of times I get messages from people who listen to the show and they're going through the same thing too. And so it's, it's a beautiful, interesting mesh of all the things I love. <laughs> and uh, just to add, like when you do these channeled collective messages on your podcast, does timing matter at all? Or can someone see that episode two months later and will it still be just as important? A listening to a podcast episode from like October or from March of last year. I think that's when I really started doing those channelings. It doesn't matter if your intuition is calling you to that episode you're meant to hear it for a reason. You're meant to hear that message. So it doesn't really matter on timing so much per se, because things, time is irrelevant. It's like loop-de-loop going in and out all the time. And our concept of time is very linear while concept of time and the Akashic Records and the higher realms is very cuckoo. Um, I can't even comprehend it fully. I don't think any human can fully comprehend it, but yeah. So if you, if you call to it, listen to it, you never know. The message just might be what you need to hear. And if someone were to start on this path and it's really, you know, they have this curiosity in them to to go down this avenue, where do you recommend them to start? 
Yeah, I recommend just starting reading the prayer and then just kind of tuning into that energy, practicing on other people because practice is really the big thing because you're getting used to all of that. And a lot of people, they're first time they enter the records, it's not going to be this crazy wild experience. Obviously, some people, they will have that. But especially if you are a little bit more resistant or a little bit more hesitant to it, you might be putting up own barriers to receiving information. And that can also be applied to other areas of your life because it's all connected. But just looking at that and just practicing, practice, practice, practice is super, super important. Have you read any books at all on the Akashic Records? Yes, I read half of one. And then I was like, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. I think it was from Linda Howe. Mm, I read that one too. And I did her practices and I was like, okay, this kind of worked, but not really. So I'm just going to not, <laughs> just not going to follow it and just like kind of do it on my own. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much again for joining us today and for taking some time out of your busy busy day. I'm sure a lot of people can get a lot of information just from this episode alone. And I can't wait to see more of the content that you share with us. It's definitely inspired me. So thank you. Thank you again, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. If you already haven't noticed, there are so many different avenues of spiritual growth and advancement from holistic health, Akashic records, different types of therapies and coaching. And we encourage you to find what resonates with you personally, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to build a web of light workers to help aid in the ascension of our planet. So we need you. We're all in this together. And this is a time of interdependence and conscious collaboration. So if this is something you really want to dig deeper in, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or an email. All info are in the show notes. For now, we thank you for your curiosity for doing this work and for committing to yourself. Namaste. Namaste.